obviously tomorrow is January 26th, right? The one year anniversary of Kobe Bryant's passing. Yes, yes. And um, I was just wondering, we kind of obviously reflected on Kobe already in previous episodes, but it'd be interesting to know where you guys were when you found out the news. Uh, obviously, we all took the news very poorly, um, but I was just finding myself reflecting on that the other day. And so I'm not sure if you guys remember, Pete, where you were possibly. Oh, 100%. I was sitting in my apartment next to this guy, JK, just got back from Costco, sitting down, and he tells me, yo, you got to sit down for a second. I was like, what? Dude, I remember scrambling, trying to figure out everything. The internet, like, broke, didn't it? Like, I remember trying to get on Twitter, and it just wouldn't work. And ironically, I will remember that day because it sucks, but I also remember that was my first podcast that I ever did that day on Coach mm-hmm. Cross. Well, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like like Pete said, it was just like one of those days, like I don't know why. Like you can even ask Pete. Like I don't normally just like at that time I wasn't normally like just randomly being like, yo, Pete, like I'm gonna come over and hang out. Like it was like one of those random like now I do it like every single week, but (laughs) without hesitation. But like it was one of those days I was just like, yo, Pete, like I'm gonna come over today. And you know, like went over there and like we're just hanging out and like we, we hit up Gogia. Gogia is doing his cultural crossover. And literally, like, I just, I saw, like, one of our group chats, like, it popped up. I'm like, whoa, this can't be real. Like, this has to be fake. And, you know, like, I, you know, I mentioned it to Pete, and he's like, what the fuck? Like, no, like, that's bullshit, right? And we keep watching all these, like, news things. Like, we switch over to CNN. We switch over to ESPN, like. And, you know, like, all of a sudden, Gogia and, like, Malad, they stop, like, recording cultural crossover, and they come over, and it's, like, one of those things, like, we all just kind of, like, we sat down, we were talking about it, we're, like, dude, like, what the hell is going on? Like, this is unbelievable. I think the crazy piece of it was, one, it was nostalgic, because the night before, LeBron James just passed Kobe Bryant in scoring all time, and he kind of tweeted, and he, you know, sent that um, Instagram post, and he was passing the torch, basically. And then less than 24 hours the next morning, this happens. And I think probably maybe for you two, Arash, for me, like I just trying to run it through my brain. I'm like, I don't, I don't process this. I don't understand this. This is literally my whole life. I've watched this guy. This is my greatest fan. Um, and what felt like maybe you're sitting there thinking for 10, 20 minutes, you, you're like, oh shit, I've been sitting here for like hours, honestly, just contemplating, watching whatever's going down. Um, it was crazy though. Yeah, definitely an out-of-body experience um, for multiple. It was a Sunday. I was at work, and I remember, like, thinking I was going to have this productive day and just knock out some work, and it completely went way out of um, what I was expecting. But, yeah, man, what an – it's crazy it's in a year because it feels like it was maybe six months ago, maybe seven months ago. It doesn't feel like it was a whole year ago. Um a lot has changed, obviously, in the world since then. Gogia, you obviously were part of that culture crossover podcast. Is that were you guys already recording when you found out? We were just started. I remember this, and I maybe I have it saved. Me and Milan were just starting to record, and I saw this on my phone, like TMZ alert, and I was like, "Yo, what the fuck?" Like, and then we just stopped recording. At that point, we we're like, "No, like this is some bullshit internet thing where this isn't funny." It's like one of those things where like. I thought the same thing. It's like when Eddie Murphy or like, it's like they reveal that Eddie Murphy dies every like six months, like Eddie Murphy's dead. And then it's like, what the fuck? Right. And like, that was like Lil Wayne. Right. It's this bullshit. And I was like, oh my God, they're doing this shit again. I actually have to look. Cause this is the first time you've seen this. 
And then I was like, when we figured out it was kind of real, is when we hit up Pete and we're like, oh shit. And literally sat at Pete's apartment for like six hours. And then like, we were like, oh, we got to do something for Culture Crossover. I mean, nothing else matters that we were going to talk about. So mm. we did this. So it was, it was really weird. And it's like, it's sad because this happens in different realms over and over again. And what this taught me, as it taught me when Nipsey Hussle died, what it didn't teach me when Sean Taylor died because I was way too young is that you got to appreciate it while it's happening. Appreciate the greatness in front of you. That's why I hate now, especially now that after, and this is not a shot at JK, why people still hate LeBron, right? Appreciate it while it's happening because this is this can happen. This is a thing that happens, you know? So, I mean, that's that's a lesson learned for me. Just appreciate it. I'm trying not to hate on things anymore. I'm trying not to hate Tom Brady in two weeks. I'm trying. I'm going to, but I'm trying, you know? I hate Tom Brady. I do too. It's really fucking do. I know there's no ill will. Kobe Bryant actually, he's the one that made me change my mentality a lot towards mentality. He changed my Mamba mentality. But he actually, um, from that, like, it kind of made me change my philosophy on sports, on hating players. All right. Like, I don't know if Gogia picked up on it, but my tune towards LeBron changed. He softened. He absolutely softened, softened a lot. He softened, a, softened lot. a lot. Same thing happened with Tom Brady. I mean, like, I still brood against both of them. Like, no doubt about it. Like, that's me. That's sports. But, that's sports. That's sports. But just the overall image that I have of, like, these great superstars, it makes me – it definitely makes me realize like, damn, like this is an era that we get to like see all this stuff happen right in front of our eyes. When's the next time could this pop? We are living in the greatest era of sports, in my opinion. Like you have like four of five best QBs to ever play the game, play in front of our eyes. Right. Yep. Like, and when's the next time people are going to see this? Like maybe down the road, like it's going to be the same thing because the game changes. So like where it's super pass friendly or whatever, again, even more on top of what it is. But as the years go on, the numbers are always going to go up. And we're, we're going to keep seeing great players, but I don't know if we're going to see great players accumulate like how it did in front of our eyes. Mm-hmm. It also sucked because Kobe is part of the era of basketball like we grew up on, right? And it, it just ended. That era just like ended when, I guess, Tim Duncan retired, right? Because he was the last one in that era, right, to retire. So you think that now you're going to see that second career from guys, right? Like you're seeing those guys now, like Tracy McGrady's on the jump, like, right. You see Gilbert with his own podcast, right. AI pops up everywhere. Kobe was just going to start doing that because he had just like retired a couple years ago. Right. So you don't get that. So that kind of like sucks because they're just as like, they have insight to the game that no one else does, but they were also like, our favorite players growing up. So it's like, you got that second career to be a fan of them for, and we didn't, we're not getting that. So that's kind of, kind of um, upsetting. Best way to put it. Carter. And, and to be honest, it's not even just Kobe, dude. Like, like there was like Gianna lost her life too. Yeah. Right? And she could have been that one, one player. Like I'll be, I'll be honest. Just the fact that she's Kobe's daughter, if she did make it to the WNBA, Oh yeah. You know people were gonna tune in just to kind of check her play. Yep. Right. Like it, it it's an I've heard so many people actually say that. And you know, like that is someone that could have possibly had the potential to be in that league, even though she's so young, we don't know what could have happened in her career or whatever. But 
that is something that could have possibly happened. We don't know. So I to tune on that, right? I don't, I don't, I, I get what you're saying, but I, I don't think it's only just how her career could have been or whatever. What what they were trying to accomplish and what he was big on, and if you if you see a lot of stuff he did is on like the women's rights and uh, bridging that gap between the NBA, WNBA, and I mean, there's a reason why he had the Mamba Sita and the Mamba camps and everything he was doing for all the girls. Um, college, you know, he, he would take his daughter to go see the college players and he's really trying to bridge that gap. And with the celebrity status that she has and everything she was doing, she could have made it through college to the NBA. I think it would have been that one push forward that would have made that gap bridge, you know, better. Right now you see everyone doing that. Um, but that, I think that's the biggest thing is I wanted to see what Kobe wanted to do post NBA. I, I got to witness for 20 years what he did in the NBA. It was awesome. I would love to see more, but I was fulfilled, right? We got to see everything we needed to see from that. And now we wanted to see what's that next thing he was going to do. I, I, I believe he was going to do some greater good for the world, right? He was going to do a lot of great things um, beyond the basketball and all that. So that that's the biggest missing thing. What could he have done? And he was so influential that he could have drove home a lot of things that we struggle with a lot of, you know? Yeah. Yeah. World has not been the same since. No, it won't be. And he has, he's not the first, you know, tragic that to happen. Um, he's far from the last, but it definitely is fun to reflect and remember um, and hopefully, you know, inspire us to do things in life where people remember us because it wasn't like Kobe was always looked at as a hero and an idol and this beloved person, right? Like he had the 2003 rape allegations, even before any legal troubles, he obviously was looked on as this, um, selfish, arrogant player throughout his young, early career. And just look at how the public perception has changed over time. And that's only credit to him and him going out of his way um, to do right things, not to get credit for them, but to just make an impact on the world. And so we each have that power, even though we're not public figures, even though we're not um, these famous people living in Hollywood in our own lives, in our own circles. Um, if, if it matters to us, we can have an impact and um, hopefully the day we pass, people will remember us in similar lights. But yeah, I thought it'd be fun to just chat about Kobe on his uh, one-year anniversary. I think it's a day we'll probably, as sports fans, always see coming around. You guys remember that was actually our first episode that we did. It was right after this. We were mm -hmm. planning the pre-Super Bowl thing, and this was actually like how we started this whole podcast. So well, We haven't filed for bankruptcy yet. Uh, not all of us haven't. Some <laughs> of us have. <laughs>